Welcome back to Dante's Paradiso podcast, a journey in the original Italian. And today we're going to talk about the opening of Canto 4 from line 1 to line 15. And this is an, an interesting passage. It is quite a shift of, of atmosphere, of tone, of substance. Uh, and we're just going to look at this uh, dilemma that the, the pilgrim has because he has two questions, two doubts that are so... Uh, equally important and tempting for him that he becomes frozen and unable to decide. Uh, but it's also interesting because this is a bit of a, a bridge between this uh, very intense and kind of mystical opening of Paradiso and the ascent, and then the whole canto, like the third canto with Picarda. And now we're going to have much more like technical discussions about theological questions and about the vows, but it connects to to deep moral issues and also much many other um, like questions and metaphysics almost in terms of ontology and how we see the world. So we're going to talk now about how one can be torn and frozen between similar choices. Beatrice is now compared to the prophet Daniel which suggests how the spiritual life can sometimes resolve deeper dilemmas in your mind. And it's also kind of a threshold into something that's going to become two very long speeches from Beatrice about theology. So at the beginning of Canto 4, the tone changes and we're now presented with the dilemma of being in the middle of two equally attractive or fearsome alternatives and being frozen and indecisive about which alternative to choose. In this case, this is about Dante's two big questions or doubts after listening to Picarda. And Beatrice intervenes and helps the pilgrim by addressing his wonders. And she does this just like Daniel eased Nebuchadnezzar's frustrations about the dream with a giant statue that he could not understand or interpret himself. So this is the famous passage from uh, Daniel 2nd verse or line 24 to 49 in the old biblical stories. So it's interesting how we now get the first direct biblical reference in Paradiso, and it involves the big prophecies and the prophet of Daniel. There's also a joyful and playful tercet in the beginning of the canto, describing how the pilgrim's desire to know and understand is so strongly visible on his face that it speaks louder than explicit words or in the Italian, Io mi tacea, ma il mio disir dipinto mi era nel viso, e il dimandar con ello più caldo assai che per parlar distinto, which is more or less, I kept myself silent or tacit, but my eager desire was such painted on my face that the question from my expression much more ardent was than distinct or explicit talking. In the bigger picture, we also see how Dante is now starting to evoke the Hebrew tradition and expanding the scope of the Book of Paradiso, similar to how he brought in contemporary world history with Constance and Emperor VI in Canto III. So suddenly there is less of the personal experience and mysticism of Dante himself and more of the encyclopedic aspect of the Divine Comedy, bringing in the whole cultural and spiritual tradition to unify and connect the highest levels of wisdom to both history, contemporary times, politics, 
and the personal life. In short, Dante shows us that Paradiso will not purely be a work of mysticism and the grace and wisdom of the heavens, but also an exercise in practically connecting the dots in how this is also relevant and shown in the earthly life, current events and historical context. In other words, Dante will show us how the glory of the divine is shining throughout the world in a myriad of ways, with ample examples on a small and big scale and from countless aspects and perspectives. And to help us with this bigger and more holistic vision of being comes again Beatrice, the spiritual life and divine wisdom, to ease the process and help the pilgrim and us as readers too. And also I can just add to this that from here on the rest of the first sphere of the moon is going to be some questions that could really start to make you think about moral issues and about philosophical or theological kind of dilemmas and paradoxes. And a part of that is to get you involved into to just examining these topics and through that it will expand your the kind of the nuance of your thinking and the understanding and apprehension of these things. So it really then changes changes your brain in a little way if you start, like if you, if you take it a bit seriously and actually try to think it through. And in that sense, this part of Paradiso is also like a, a little task, a little exercise from Dante to us as readers to actually engage in it and thereby learn and discover more things also together with the pilgrim. And then we're soon going to hear as well as how this, uh, this trying to to examine and discerning complicated topics is the, the exact way of creating an ascent and understanding more of the spiritual and more of the heavens. And that, that which propels us upwards more towards a bigger blessing and a bigger understanding of the world. So that's a bit of the motivation that he's laying the groundwork for here with this. This little break in in the intensity and just talking about questions and doubts and things he wants to learn more about. So with that, thank you so much for listening and see you again soon. Bye bye.